Welcome to this bonus episode of Talk Commerce. We are bringing together merchants, agencies, and developers to help build a brighter commerce community. This week, we speak with Thomas Gierlerdis, who signed the original letter for Mage Open Source Community Alliance. This episode was recorded on September 27th, 2021. Today's joke. Someone came up to me last night holding a beer and claiming to be a ventriloquist but I think it was just the beer talking. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. All right, welcome to this special Mosca, Mosca episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Tomas Jolaitis. Tomas, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us what you do, and... Um, Maybe one of your passions in life. Sure. Um, I'm Thomas Gerolaitis. I'm the Magento practice lead at a little company called Space48. Uh, I've been working with Magento for close to 10 years now. Um, and I guess, oh, passions, that's a, that's a difficult question. Um, other than, than clean code, which uh, I am partial to. Um, I guess motorcycles, I'm quite into motorcycles. Excellent. And uh, are you are you in the UK? Are you living in the UK or are you uh, in yes. Europe? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm in the UK. I'm in Bath, uh, my little town called Bath. Bath. Great. I've been to Bath, I uh, or Bath, as you say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful city. Um, I didn't, I, I took a shower while I was there, but I think that's okay. <laughs> um, I've, I've been there a couple of times, but anyways. Um, so great to have you today. This is going to be a, a short little bonus uh, segment on on how the Magento Community Alliance is, or the Mage Open Source Community Alliance is coming together and how it's sparking some fire in our community. Uh, I, I, I particularly reached out to you because you are one of the signers of the original letter. So I kind of wanted to talk about that and maybe dive into some of the deeper issues and um, I know that the big issue that people are talking about is forking. Let's fork it or not. Um, but I think the the what the underlying thing is is just some transparency from Adobe on how that yeah. should work. So maybe getting your feedback and opinion on that would be good. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, the the name's still in progress. Um, uh, we've we've debated it um, internally. I don't I don't know if it's if I'm if I'm kind of divulging too much but we've debated it internally for quite a while especially using magento in the name um but yeah we'll we'll, we'll make sure to to come up with something as catchy as moscow is <laughs> as soon as we can and, and do you feel as though right now is a good time to do a fork or do you think uh, this letter is meant to um, sort of light some fire or some people at um, at adobe um, I think it's a bit of both. Um, certainly, kind of bringing the issue to light and be, bringing the issue to the forefront of the, of the community, that was one of the goals. Um, but also, I think um, like action needs to happen. And as soon as it happens, that the sooner it happens, the better. Um, and then whether that's creating a fork right now, which we are in the process of, um, or like starting some other uh, action or, uh, for example, the Magento um, Association task force that, that was started up or, or the signups have been started up a couple of weeks ago. Um, 
I think we need to do something uh, mainly to reassure the merchants in the space that Magento isn't going away. Because um, I think, especially after the Adobe Summit earlier in the year, we've heard some talks, we've heard some some big plans that Adobe has for Adobe Commerce um, that got a lot of people worried. Um, a lot of people from the developer uh, scene, people who've been working with Magento for, for 10 or more years, uh, but merchants as well. Um, we've seen a, a number of people moving away from Magento, from the community and, and from the platform, um, partly because of the uncertain fu future of Magento, not necessarily Adobe Commerce specifically, because that's becoming a separate product and it's quite clear that that's happening, but Magento as well. Um, and that's the main reason why this came around. It's kind of preparing for the future, making sure that um, that the clients that we're supporting right now and the potential clients in the future, they're still around. Yeah, and I think we're talking about three players right now. The first would be uh, Mosca, or Mage Open Source Community Alliance. The second would be the Magento Association. And then the third would be Adobe. Yes. Right now, Adobe kind of holds the control and I would agree that they have done a very poor job of communicating to the open source community. And they haven't really looked at the fact that the majority of the installs of Magento 2 are on open source. I think they're only looking towards or looking at Adobe Commerce. The, the outward things that they say um, are that uh, that the, the Magento open source is, a, is not going to change. Nothing is changing in it. Um, but I think there there should be more assurance or reassurance that the open source Magento Magento will stay around, and uh, and that the open source is still going to be the underpinning of the main commerce platform. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think um, it's in a way. It, it's easy to say that they're committed to open source, but we know that um, like Adobe is a business um, and their revenue isn't coming from supporting Magento open source, it's, it's coming from Adobe Commerce. So um, I think that's why it would be good to see some, see some action, see something backing those words. Um, but hopefully that's to come. Yeah, I think this is sort of our second time around that we have seen a um, a purchaser not not understand. I'm just going to use the word not understand because I don't feel as they understand where like this th this is this huge base is a great a great place to get new users onto the onto the commerce platform. And I feel as though that they're alienating the open source platform in in favor of a very, very small install base on the paid version. And that if they would they would take a more open stance that they would open up the amount of users they could potentially have on their paid version. Yes, uh, yes, it does feel like um, we've been around um, for, for people who've been in the community for a while. We've had these discussions in the past. It's it's not the first time that this has happened. Yeah, I know that uh, Tom Tom Robertsjaw and I were privy enough, or were lucky enough to be in the original eBay 
re reinsurgence or reinvigoration of the community in I think it was 2015 or 2014 where they took us all out to drive race cars at, in Las Vegas. So I'm hoping that my podcasts don't uh, preclude me from I'm I'm hoping they don't pre- preclude me from the next race car driving event in Las Vegas, but I do feel as though that we shouldn't wait two or three years for that to happen this time either. The last time it happened, um, it took them quite a long time to wake up and figure out that this this our open source community is is quite uh, important in what we're trying to do here. Um, so the. Um, uh, Magento Association is is another part of the puzzle. What is what is your view on how they're helping or hurting or just uh, what is your view on the on the association right now? Yeah, um, so we've the, the the letter that came out to the to the wider Magento community that wasn't our first communication. Um, we spoke to the Magento Association first because. Um, from the discussions with with the initial people in the in the in the group in the in the alliance, um, the talks were very much about treating this as a proper open source um, association, open source kind of project. Um, it, then I brought um, Typo three as a very good example of an open source project that's working really well um, and is um, evolving the platform and is is, is useful. For everyone involved, um, but in discussing that, we realized that this is kind of what the Magento Association was supposed to be for Magento. It was it was a a, um, a project to support the open source development, to empower developers to contribute to the community and to evolve the platform. But I feel like personally, I've it was announced and then I've not heard a lot about it since. Um, and that's one of the problems that we've identified and, and why we've been so open, so so vocal and so quick um, to, to start these discussions is because um, we feel like we need to act now. Um, something has to happen and it's just been slow going so far. Yeah, I think that uh, there has been quite a, a there has been um, quite a vacancy. I'll use the word vacancy in communications from Magento Association. Um, I know that they've continually said um, some of the problems are around um, the logo and, and using the name. But I don't think that is a reason why we shouldn't at least have communication. And I think I think you've you've hit the you've you've said it well that if they were if they were to just communicate what they are doing and even better communicating what they can't be doing or aren't doing or or we we don't have to get the details we i think people just want to know what's happening and the the i think the mage open source alliance um community alliance initiative is is the response to that and the fact that hey we're around forever it's been it, it really has been 2 years Exactly, and and I think the the intent be, be behind this alliance isn't to kind of be hostile and, and to to like shame anyone. It's we we're very passionate about Magento. We want to see the platform continue and succeed, um, and we're just trying to find the best way of doing that. Um, 
and yeah, we, we're still in talks with the Magenta Association. I, I know a number of the original members have signed up to be part of the open source task, task force, um, and we're still communicating with Magento Association and with Adobe. Um, we're trying to kind of find the best way to proceed um, with this. Yeah, I feel as though the association is is tiptoeing around things and they're worried that they're going to upset somebody and uh i this is something that has to that has to happen and and is you know i think it's long overdue um so uh you know i applaud you in that i i think just uh one thing that guido had mentioned to me guido um jensen had mentioned to me is why did i sign it when i i'm not a big proponent of forking right now but i am a pro proponent of putting pressure on those who need to do something and I think the ultimate, if it's going to be forked or not forked, whether that's in the letter or not, okay, let me just back up. I believe if nothing ever, if nothing happens, it's going to have to get forked. Like I, I do believe that's going to live on just like Magento One continues to live on, even though we get threats that our, our, sorry, our stores will get shut down because we're not PC, whatever the reason, um, but it continues to live on and, uh, and, and it works. Um, so this pressure that's being put on is important and the reason i signed the letter is because i believe that we need to make this change now this without this community vocalization it was it would never happen we would i i think that adobe would continue its path of doing what it wanted to do and magento association would continue to sit on the sidelines and not doing anything so uh, you know, this is something that had to happen. And I agree. I think, um, yes, there's a lot of um, controversy around the, the fork in particular, but I think the it's it's the tool that we have right now. It's, it's all the control that we have right now is because Magento is open source and is licensed for open source. All we can do right now, if, if nothing changes, we'll fork it, we'll maintain it, we'll, we'll keep it going on. But that isn't saying that we're kind of taking Magento as it is right now and starting a new project that's completely different. It's going to completely diverge. That's not the plan. The plan is just to keep it going. Um, and that's the way that we, we can right now. Um, so when when you, I, so one last thing uh, on this topic, um, and we're, we're going to try to make this short today, is just the amount of inclusion. I, I think that some of us didn't know about the letter, and I think some of us in the Western Hemisphere or the U.S. or um, even India weren't quite aware of what was happening. And um, I think that th there has been a lot of criticism about making sure that it is, it is an inclusive com community and not an exclusive community. And on the same side, I understand that we all have to make decisions and those decisions will go faster when the fewer, there's fewer people involved. Um, from the um, Mage Open Source Community Alliance, um, how do you see more people becoming involved and then having a voice in that? Um, so that's that's the one of the big questions that we're trying to work out right now is, is a way to allow more people to contribute um, while still keeping the pace of things that we're doing. Because I, I fully agree that like, 
having a, a consensus from a large group is, is great, but it makes things slow. Um, so, so far it's been, it's been a small group of people um, trying to get the issue to the front of the community um, to, to get something started. But we're working right now on, on getting people access and then getting people involved in those discussions and, and whatever happens in the future. Um, it's all like we, we're trying to be as open and as public as we can. And do you see then future workflows would be um, a fork and then fixes happening on the fork and then those fixes getting rolled back in Adobe commerce version or the, the other fork of Magento open source is, you know, I think it gets very complicated, especially, you know, one of the biggest complaints from developers is they put in a, they put in a pull request on an issue happening inside of Adobe or inside of Magento and it never gets answered and then it gets auto closed. Um, so and I think, I think yeah, that's that's where th that's where kind of our criticism is as well. Um, it's, and I think partly it's because currently there's there's not a lot of um, there's there's not a lot a lot of benefit in uh, investing your time in maintaining Magento open source, um, and people who do that a lot of them they're not being paid to do that. It's it's a kind of a passion project, a side project for them, um, and I think that's where kind of a defined um open source program would would help uh, actually make making sure that there are people available whose job is to go through um these pull requests and and, and answer questions and, and make sure that the product is is moving along that's what are the ideas behind the fork um and i'm not saying that it's going to be easy um i think that that's kind of one of the personally one of one of the sort of criticism that I've seen that I I didn't particularly appreciate is is everyone saying, oh, forking is hard, therefore this is going to fail. We, we're not saying that it's going to be easy. We're not saying that it's, we're just going to create a new repository with the Magento code as is right now and everything's going to be sunshine and, and rainbows. And it's, it is going to be a lot of effort, but I think we've got people who are very passionate about this and who are very invested in this to to put that effort in uh, and get get it over the line good it, all right so last question before we close out who would you like to hear from at adobe in order to see things moving not solve things but like what sort of what sort of messaging would you like to see from adobe and who is it that you would like to hear from Adobe, from at Adobe? I think personally, um, I, I don't know if I can identify a specific person that messaging needs to come from, but I think I would like to see the Magento Association get more control over Magento. Um, I, I would I would like to see them become, in a sense, owners of the Magento open source. Um, because again, one of the kind of one of the restrictions and, and, and roadblocks that we've seen so far it always comes down to the intellectual property, the name, the license. Um, and that, in my view, that should all be a solved problem. We've got Magento Association, they're already 
an approved organization by Adobe, um, I would like to see them get a lot more control over, over Magento so that the communities can can continue investing into the platform without the fear of it going away in a week, a month, a year, however long it takes. And what about uh, Magento community engineering? Do you think that they've just sort of been sidelined and we don't hear from a, from them anymore? Um, I must admit, I've not been an active part of the Magento community engineering for a while. Um, I think, yes, it's whether it's by, by nature of the, the platform being targeted more towards bigger clients, bigger, bigger industries, um, or if it's just the interest is waning because of the slow response, um, I think, yeah, the community engineering has been kind of a, a, not really a player in the space. Like, like you said, there's currently three big players and community engineering is not one of them. Yeah, I mean, realistically, community engineering should be driving that close rate on PRs and at least reviewing them and, and getting back to people. Um, and I've heard from multiple people that the, the one of the issues around the open source is that, or is that the PRs aren't getting closed. Um, and just correct me if I'm wrong. You don't if there's a bug in the source code of Magento, it doesn't really matter if it's open source or or um, or if it's Adobe Commerce. The core code is is the same right now. Like there's yeah. no fork between open source and Adobe Commerce. It's the same code, so I don't yes. understand why they would treat the open source any differently. But, um, anyways, um, that's just another another topic at hand for the future. Uh, Thomas, I I thank you today. If there was a small little tidbit you could help merchants feel good about staying on Magento too, what would that be? Um, I think all you need to to look at is is the the passion we've had in the last couple of weeks in response to the letter, um, whether it's people um, sort of supporting it or people criticizing it or and 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 providing feedback. Um, I think you can see how invested people are in Magento, um, and platforms like this don't disappear. Uh, look at Magento One; it's still around. Um, Magento Two is not going away anytime soon. Yeah, that's that's great advice and uh, and and well said words for anybody out there that is still or that not still is still on Magento two waiting to go to Magento three. No, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> good, uh, you know, one last little thing I always do on on the podcast is I give you a chance to do a shameless plug about anything you'd like. Anything you'd like to plug today? I'm not sure if I have anything. <laughs> I'm unprepared. Yeah, I, I um, usually prep people, but uh, anything, you know, it doesn't have to be business. It could be personal, charity. Um, I guess charity. Um, I, I'm, I'm supporting Mind Charity in the UK. Um, it's uh, supporting people with um, mental illnesses, mental problems. Um, so, yeah, please donate. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, Thomas, uh uh, it was. It's been great having you today. I know it was short notice, and uh, and uh, I appreciate you putting um, putting some words out there to help us uh, understand the the quick nature of what's happening in our Magento community today. No, so thank you very much for having yep. me. Thank you.
Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.